long live Christ the King. Today we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. Now when you think of a king, what comes to mind? Not many of us have experiences of kings in our lives. When I was praying over the readings this week, the first thing that came to my mind was a king named Simba. The king named Mufasa. That's about my experience of kings in my lifetime. The seniors at Pope John were grateful that that came to my mind because it meant that they got to watch The Lion King this week. In the plot of that movie, there's really this tension between two kings. A king who is king for his kingdom, who his kingdom prospers under, and then a king that's king for himself. If you recall in the beginning of the movie, as Simba learns that one day he'll be king, and his dad Mufasa shows him the vastness of this kingdom that he will rule, he then busts out into song about how he can't just wait to be king. And his whole focus is on this reality of how everyone will serve him. On this reality of how great he will do, will be, and no one telling him to do this or do that. He can just be as he is. How great he will be. His father then soon teaches him that being a king isn't doing whatever you want. That there's a truth to being king that means sacrifice. That means laying down your life. That means protecting the people of your kingdom and making sure that they're provided for. Protecting his kingdom against the evil of those who want to do harm. Namely, this is the hyenas. Right? But those who want to do harm. When Scar takes over as king after killing Mufasa and scaring Simba away, we see another type of king. A king that's just ruled by his own passions. A king that doesn't even have dominion over himself. So how can he be king of a nation? And you soon see that the only person, or lion, that's really benefiting from this kingdom is him. There's a scene that he's dining sumptuously while everyone else is starving. In our own life, in our own world, this really shows us what we live under. If I live according to the flesh and according to the world and I allow the culture of self-indulgence to rule my life, I end up living in really that kingdom that Scar was the king of. Right? This kingdom where at first there's self-indulgence and at first we think we're filled. But slowly it's nothing but darkness, despair, death, and emptiness. 
Then we have the flip side. It's a kingdom that begins first with self-sacrifice, with laying down your life, with imitating Jesus Christ the King. Here's Christ on the cross, and it's the first time he's recognized as king. He's at the lowest moment of a human life. He's about to be killed. He's being killed. It's at this moment that the good thief recognizes him truly as a king. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. It's at that moment that he sees a king. The throne of Jesus Christ is the cross. Yet he is the perfect example of good king. In the Old Testament, the example of David is held up for us as the greatest king. And for some of us, that might confuse us because David didn't really live the best life. But there's a moment that he turns his life around and recognizes his own sin and becomes a king who's after the heart of God. And that is what makes Jesus Christ the true king. Yes, he is the sacred heart, but also he's after the heart of his father the perfect love of the Trinity who wants to only do the will of his heavenly Father. And so he lays himself down in sacrifice so that we might live abundantly in this kingdom. But we have a choice to make of what kingdom we choose to live under. Do we live under the kingdom of of the devil in the flesh? Or do we live under the kingdom of Christ the King? And while that may seem like an easy and simple choice, there's deception on what each kingdom is. The kingdom of the devil in the flesh means immediate satisfaction, self-indulgence, what seems to be happiness. The kingdom of the Lord is that of sacrifice. It doesn't necessarily mean earthly joy, but means that we live abundantly in the life of grace. It's a choice we have to make today. Do we bow down before the throne of the cross of Jesus Christ, our King?